You're listening to Health Call Live, the area's only live local interactive radio hour devoted to you and your health. Watch the video live stream on the Health Call Facebook page and call us with your questions at 447-1190 or toll free at 800-333-1190. Here's your host, health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Good morning. It is great to be back with you again. I love hanging out with you guys on Saturday morning and taking us along with us with you wherever you go, whatever you might be up to. You know, wherever you go, you're not alone. There are billions of little travelers who go right along with you. They live inside your guts. We're talking about bacteria, viruses, fungus, and they do a lot of good things for you and can also create some problems. So that's where we're going to focus today with our good friend, Greg Russell from Fort Wayne Custom RX. He is the founder, pharmacist, and a clinical nutritionist there. Greg, great to see you again. Yeah, great to be here again. You know, the uh, one common researcher said one time, he said, there's more DNA that's not ours that's in us than is from us. Yeah. Which, you know, tells you the, how extensive, how these affect our everyday life. So we're talking here about the gut microbiome is kind of how it's referred to. And we've talked about that many times here mm-hmm. on the program. But you know what? I keep seeing more and more and more research. And just this morning, saw a study that said, if you have a particular microbiome mix, you respond differently to therapy for colon cancer than do other patients. It works better for you than it does for people who don't have that particular mix of, of bacteria. That's astounding. It's just one example. It is one example. And, you know, we talk about how different cultures have different bacteria because of the different types of food that they eat. For example, Asians eat more certain types of plant foods. And, you know, there's a lot of research on the Okinawa Okinawans have longer lifespans, and much of that's attributed to the types of food that they eat or when they're transplanted one culture to another country, how their gut microbiome will change uh, to that country's. And, you know, we just now know there's so much more. And, of course, a lot of this is because of all this DNA research and, that's been published, too. Yeah, it's now easier than ever to, to take a look at that, just a small stool sample, and they can analyze and tell you exactly what type of bacteria you have and the mixture and a lot of other things. But we also now know that that can be significantly affected by the drugs that we take. So that's where we're going to focus today is those medications that can disrupt your microbiome. So what are some of those meds? Well, you know, we've talked about some of them before. We've talked about the non anti-inflammatory drugs. We have talked about PPIs. Um, we'll even talk about metformin. You know, we've mm-hmm. talked about metformin having some different effects, too. And actually, it's pretty positive what metformin can do for us. But some of the things are not so um, talked about. For example, maybe antipsychotics will have, uh, have an effect. And they all work kind of by different mechanisms. So it's pretty easy to understand how a PPI might affect it. You know, because we talked about the pH changing. Well, certain bacteria thrive in certain pH environments. So, for example, H. pylori bacteria, which is the, the bacteria that tends to give us those wonderful ulcers, those GER, that gastroesophageal reflux disease. And um, we know that when we change the pH, make it more neutral or a higher pH, that that H. pylori bacteria likes to really grow. And so, 
we know some of these effects, but then some of them we're just now starting to learn from the research of how, how these things are affecting us. So PPIs, just to back up a second, that mm -hmm. is protein pump inhibitors. So those are the drugs that you might take for anti-acid relief. Yeah, right? so there are definitely prescription strength antacids, mm -hmm. um, such as you know uh, ones that you're going to have to get from your doctor. And those babies are strong enough; they can completely turn off these proton pumps that secrete acid in the digestive system, especially in the stomach. So they are commonly used for ulcers on the prescription level and also for esophageal reflux or Barrett's uh, esophagitis, which is a disease that's kind of a preclude to a cancer of the esophagus. So those are uh, valid reasons to take it, but you also have to be mindful that you can buy these things over the counter. Mm -hmm. And I can't tell you how many patients come in on day to day are, are taking these things quite frequently and unfortunately I think there's negative consequences when you take these things too regularly and you're not really watching uh, because they do work very they're very effective right. they keep you from going to the doctor but on the flip side what what's some of the downside of taking these things and some of that downside can be that it changes the bacteria mix inside you and then and that's important because those bacteria do more than just digest food what else is it that they are doing yeah. well we've we've talked about how uh, those bacteria really are communicating they help your communication and who are they communicating well they'll call they're of course, they're talking to themselves because they affect, they live in family groups, but they also talk to different organ systems. And probably one of the most important ones, of course, is the brain. So we know that, that there is a link to these, um, uh, unfortunately, we know that there's a link to the wrong type of bacteria creating some, some brain cognition issues. And in addition to that, there's a link to depression and a lot of other conditions. That's right. So what kind of, so we know that metformin, you mentioned that, uh, if I'm taking metformin, what's an indication that I'm having some disruption of a mi my microbiome? Well, so metformin is kind of an interesting uh, drug in by itself. You know, we now know that it has what we call pleiotropic effects. It's not just helping blood glucose. I think you've had guests that have mm -hmm. talked about it, increasing longevity and, and some of the anti aging uh, proponents really love metformin. And, and so we know metformin has effects on the digestive tract. And part of that is probably its effect on um, uh, blunting how sugar is absorbed and allowing it to ferment a little bit more and causing some disruption. And people sometimes can get used to that and sometimes they can't. And we have to use other forms like a topical metformin to get around that. But um, we also know that metformin actually does some good things. It makes butyrate uh, producing bacteria. And butyric acid, of course, is good for the colonic health. It's a short chain fatty acid. And it's been shown that it helps take actually inflammation down in the digestive tract. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it helps support the growth of that lining of the intestine. That's exactly right. It and helps so the colonic when, mucosa. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, if, and as, as more, if, if that's thin and breaks down, what's the harm? Well, the harm is you, there starts to be links into things like colon cancer. And, and we don't we want that to that colonic mucosa to be as thick and good as it possibly can be. And we'll talk about that in just mm -hmm. a second of what sure. you can do about that. But there are other drugs as well. So uh, something as simple as NSAIDs, the non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs we take for pain. Yeah. So, you know, what's really interesting, the University of Michigan did a paper back in 2016 where they actually started looking at these different NSAIDs, how they affect the microbiome. And they were looking basically at what type of bacteria were growing. So 
It's commonly known that certain NSAIDs are better for your heart health and other ones aren't. Uh, naproxen, for example, is, it does not increase your risk of cardiovascular disease, whereas things like ibuprofen, chronic ibuprofen, can actually increase the risk of heart disease twofold. So, you know, there's, there's lots of different theories as to why that occurs. Part of it's because they affect these things called prostaglandin, which are anti-inflammatory, you know, um, uh, kind of sub-hormones, I guess I call them. But, but we also know that in the actual, they affect the, the bacteria makeup and that some bacteria will produce, um, they'll break phosphatidylcholine down, which comes from red meats um, and, of course, eggs and things like that. It'll take that phosphatidylcholine, certain bacteria will, will break those down to other chemicals, which then increase inflammatory uh, processes, especially for the heart system. And we now know in the proxen, um, um, which is commonly called a leave when you buy it over the counter, that type of medication doesn't do that. It, it shifts the microbiome away from uh, breaking down phosphatidylcholine, whereas ibuprofen appears to shift it towards it. Hmm. So again, kind of another indirect way of how these these chemicals actually work. So I find this just so interesting, and I neglected to mention earlier that Greg, of course, is here live in the studio with us. If you have a question, you can always call 447-1190-800-1190 or text your question to 46862. We've set the stage. We've kind of let you know that there are medications that can disrupt the microbiome in your gut. What can you do to support that? If you just can't give up these medications, what can you do to protect that microbiome? We're going to get into all of that as we continue with Greg Russell here on the Health Call Live Radio Hour on WoWo. This is Health Call Live. We're glad you're listening, but don't be afraid to call and ask your question on the air. It's free, non-invasive, and best of all, you don't have to wear an exam gown. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent Lee Kelso. And we are back with uh, Greg Russell, the clinical nutritionist, pharmacist, and founder of Fort Wayne Custom RX at 425 East DuPont Road, Fort Wayne's. Uh, I think most... I'm, am I, am I going to be wrong here by saying oldest compounding pharmacy? Or you, you set the trend here? Um, I'm probably the only totally compounding only pharmacy <laughs> in Fort Wayne. But uh, yeah, I'm not the oldest. Okay. There's been other compounding pharmacies. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, let's let's jump out to the phones. Kent has called with a question for Greg about a viral infection that his wife suffered and is still having some consequences from. Go right ahead, Kent. Hi. Uh, yeah, she had norovirus, and she had a, a bad infection with C. diff before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and uh, they finally got control of it. She had this, uh, not the norovirus, but she had the uh, uh, C. diff infection for about seven years, mm-hmm. and it was pretty bad. Uh, uh, she ended up in the hospital her kidneys almost failed because mm-hmm. she had severe diarrhea and she couldn't eat she had a fever but and uh anyway uh, my question is uh, she, she also has a bad back and she takes uh pain relievers for that and i was just wondering what uh what kind of pain reliever would irritate her uh her intestines uh, which one would or which one would be best to take? Oh, she she takes Percocet for okay. her back. Mm-hmm. And uh, that seems to be okay. But, you know, she also uh, takes uh, Tylenol. Mm-hmm. 
you know, when she, uh, when she, you know, when she doesn't hurt real bad, she'll take Tylenol then. Mm-hmm. And you know, she she occasionally has the diarrhea still, but and, okay. and she's she's due for a biopsy next week. Okay, to try to so try I, to determine what's going on with her GI. Yes, yes, right. exactly. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. So okay. is, is there something other than Tylenol that might be less irritative? Yeah. So um, so Tylenol is acetaminophen, right? So it doesn't actually fit in the NSAID class. So that one would be typically generally safe to take. Um, now, there is a caution, of course, on acetaminophen, and you're getting some in your Percocet. So you need to make sure she's really not taking over 3,000 milligrams a day because we know that also will tax the liver, and she has enough issues going on there. Did they uh, put her on any type of a probiotic? No. Okay. So we're going to talk about, you know, treatment here in a second. So listen carefully to, to the probiotic, what I have to say about that. But, yeah, there are some things that she's got going to have to do as far as some GI repair. And we'll specifically uh, talk to that, too. And the reason for that is when she had that C. Diff- that Nova virus, she probably got some antibiotics. And we know the antibiotics can can kill the, the bacteria in the microbiome. And so we typically, and, and now this has become a very common, um, more, more recently in the last few years, to start taking probiotics when you're on antibiotic therapy and continue for a while after you're, you're off antibiotic therapy. So and for the C. difficile infection especially, we like the probiotic. It's actually a yeast probiotic called Saccharomyces. Bilardi. And again, um, uh, we'll, if you feel like you'd like to call the store and talk to me, we can certainly sit down and we can go through all this, uh, and I'll, I'll be happy to help you. Yeah, Ken, I, I advise you. That's, that's a great idea. So that's Greg from Custom, Fort Wayne Custom RX, and you can find that phone number on their website, which is customrx.com. We're going to move along, Kent. Sorry to hear about your wife's struggles. That's a tough one. It is tough indeed. C. diff is, is brutal, and brutal. Uh, some people can't get it under control with anything less than a fecal transplant. So they actually take microbiome from a healthy person and give it to the person with C. diff, and sometimes that's all that can really get it under control control. Yeah, it's it's really a, a scary disease. This was a disease that primarily occurred in hospitals years ago, and it would be from using these really high-potency hospital antibiotics. Well, unfortunately, in the community now, the you know these antibiotics have gotten stronger and stronger, which means they're more selective. Mm-hmm. As they become more selective, they will certainly uh, really sterilize your gut from from some of these very good bacteria. And when the good bacteria get killed off, then the bad bacteria, C. difficile, is a toxin that's re- that's released from um, from this the C. difficile toxin is released, causes a terrible diarrhea. And this is the type of diarrhea that you know really can be life threatening. So you mentioned there that after antibiotics, probiotics becoming more and more common. Very common. And again, um, as we learn more about probiotics, we can find some that specifically tar- target certain type things. For for example, women's vaginal health or, or bladder health. Um, we can find some that help more the digestive health issues, or we can just have some that kind of help our, our overall immune system. 
So in the case of, of Kent's wife and her challenge, you mentioned a particular fungus, though. Yeah, Saccharomyces is actually a yeast. Uh, it's put in with a lot of different probiotics, but you can buy it individually. And in this case, we usually add Saccharomyces. Now, there are prescription drugs that have been used that are specific to the digestive tract. There are also antibiotics uh, that are used, uh, Flagyl and Metronidazole, and, of course, Vancomycin are kind of the two okay. standard of care antibiotics that are used for that, too. And and to be quite honest, for severe C. difficile infections, those have to be prescribed, too. Do I need to, uh, if I'm on an antibiotic and I want to think about a probiotic, do I need a consultation with someone in your team? Well, certainly they can, you know, we have those easily available, and all you have to do is show up, and we're happy to talk to you. We always have a pharmacist available to talk to somebody. Okay. And we're going to jump back out to the phones again. Let's get, uh, oh, go ahead, caller. What's your question? Hi, you're on Health Call. Hello. Yeah, go right ahead. Yeah, I, um, uh, a few minutes ago you were talking about ibuprofen and, and like, uh, naproxen with acetaminophen or whatever. I've been a chronic taker of ibuprofen for years. Um, what would be an alternative for that? Because it seems like Tylenol doesn't really work. Yeah. Well, you could maybe try to, to shift to Aleve, which is the over-the-counter product. I assume you're buying over-the-counter ibuprofen. Yeah, just yeah, store brand mostly or whatever. Yep, I would I would give Aleve a try. Uh, I think that is uh, fairly comparable. Uh, on the nutritional realm, there are other anti-inflammatories like curcumin and boswellia. We've we've talked about in past shows. There are fabulous anti-inflammatories too. So, and those tend to be very health promoting. So I'm not crazy about people being on NSAIDs for many years, and unfortunately, it's unavoidable when people have chronic pain. Um, but yeah. if we can lessen and have you reduce it by trying to add some things like curcumin and Boswellia in it, MSM, SAMI, there are a plethora of different nutritional anti-inflammatories that seem to actually be more beneficial to your health. So the idea there is that by adding those anti-inflammatories, your need for the, the pain med goes down, right? That's, you may still the, have to use it, but You may less. still have to use it, but hopefully less. And less is more, right? Right. For when it comes to your health. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Hey, thanks for your call. Appreciate that. Hope that Great helps. Uh, yeah, thank you very much. You bet. So, let's talk about repairing and kind of managing that gut. And so, probiotics are an important way to go. Mm -hmm. I know from previous conversations with you that supermarket probiotics are a kind of a crapshoot because they, they, they yeah probiotics are actually very difficult to make properly and uh, the higher quality companies I mean there's there is a probiotic made that's kind of the the elite probiotic called VSL number three it's about $150 for a two week course of it so oh. as you can tell this is the this is the high dose one okay yeah, which yeah. doctors will prescribe for patients um, and then they range you know you can get them for a few dollars and that's probably what they're worth a few dollars on um, most of them will range you at a dollar or more a day, roughly. And um, the companies that make really good ones, uh, you know, are, you know, we have professional companies that make professional probiotics that are used by the GI docs all the time um, that we stock. Um, but, you know, it is a big market and a lot of people make them. And if they're not made properly, uh, they're not stored properly, they're not transported properly, you know, then you're not going to get a good product. So, in addition to probiotics, what else do you have that might help my gut get through? all of this craziness that yeah, can happen. So, you know, one thing we didn't talk about very much, and of course, this would be the first thing I always do, is I really try to clean up my diet. You know, we, we now know that sugar, for example, has mm -hmm. a huge impact. You know, we know alcohol has a sh huge impact, and that 
telling you to abstain from alcohol, but use it cautiously. And, uh, you know, certainly eating more of that, those wonderful fruits and vegetables that we talk about are going to be helpful. Number one, they provide antioxidants, but number two, and even probably more important for the microbiome, is they pro- provide fiber. And good fiber provides a good environment for growing the right bugs. We have to leave it there. The time always goes by so fast when you hear Greg. And that is Greg Russell from Fort Wayne Custom Rx. You can find them online at fwcustomrx.com or visit the store at 425, visit the pharmacy at 425 East DuPont Road. It is behind the Casa Grill. And Greg and his team are always happy to talk with you to make sure that you're finding the right product on the shelf for exactly your condition. Greg, thanks for coming. Thank you. And then we'll be on the other side of the half hour here taking a look at naturopathic medicine. Kind of along the same line. Yeah, just what we were talking about here. So stick around. We have a lot more for you here on the Health Call Live Radio Hour on WoWo. Podcasts by Federated Media.